here. Welcome to the Let's Unclutter It podcast, where we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. I spend most of my free time on Instagram, where you can follow me at Unclutter It, but will occasionally post here when I have the time and energy. So you have an ongoing resource for uncluttering your world. Let's get organized. Well, hello again. I want to talk today about your living room. Whether you call it your living room or the family room or some people call it the den. I'm not really sure why some people call it one name or the other. But that's the room we're talking about. The room that you hang out in with your family. Maybe you're watching TV, playing games, just lounging. Is that room somewhere that you feel relaxed? Or is it filled with a bunch of junk? Let's try to make that room a little more enjoyable for your family. The living room. It's a room that goes by all kinds of names around the world, but it's the one where families spend the most time relaxing after a long day, generally maybe on the couch, in front of the television. We call ours the living room, but it can be a sitting room, the TV room, a lounge, a parlor, the family room, the den, whatever you call yours. These rooms usually have multiple functions and they're usually centrally located. It's the hub of the home where maybe office work is done from the couch Families gather to talk, movies are watched, board games are played, and toys spill all over the floor. In a room with so much activity all the time, how do you keep this multifunctional space organized? Well, the first step of any organizational project is to purge all the things you're not using, obviously. Well, maybe that's not so obvious because a lot of people have things in their living room that shouldn't be there. So take the time to purge things that you're not using, you don't need, maybe that are broken. You spend a lot of time in the living room, so make sure you reassess the space often. It's not a one-time deal. You can't do it once a month. Especially if you have kids, there will be crumbs under the couch probably every day, but you don't want to leave those for too long. So reassess the space pretty frequently. Clear out the unnecessary clutter, the things that you don't use, the magazines, maybe that are old or a whole stack of new ones that you're really never going to get to, knickknacks that are a pain to dust, kids' toys, dirty dishes, piles of paperwork, All of that just kind of adds up and equals clutter. So perform a reset each night before you go to bed or in the morning after you get up. I prefer to do it in the morning now. I used to be a nighttime cleaner, but now by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So I do my reset first thing in the morning. Doesn't matter when you do it. The point is that you do it. But when you do your reset, you want to remove all the foreign objects that don't belong in the living room, okay? Like a plate obviously doesn't belong in the living room. It would go in the kitchen. So you can have a basket off to the side, maybe in the corner, on the way out of the room, 
And in that basket, you would collect all of these items. And when you leave the room, you just take something from the basket each time you leave and you deposit that item where it actually belongs. So for example, if you had a cup in the living room, you would take that cup to the sink on your way to the kitchen to get a snack or whatever. If you had towels that you threw on the couch to fold later, anytime you left the room, you know, maybe take a stack of towels to the laundry room or the bathroom. Dolls go to the playroom. You get the idea. Most of the things that live in your living room probably don't actually need to live there. They're just kind of hanging out there. At some point each day, whether at night or in the morning or maybe midday after your kids go to school, if you have kids, your living room should be reset to just the way you like it. A baseline, if you will. So the living that happens in this room can continue unencumbered by the clutter every day. If you don't take time to address the piles, they will add up and it will be harder to take care of them later. How you use your living room will be unique to your family. If your home does not have an extra room available as a dedicated playroom, and I've seen homes with a playroom, I have seen homes that do not have a playroom. We are one of those homes. We do not have an extra space for playroom. Um, If that's the case, your child or children may spend much of their time playing in the living space because maybe it's off the kitchen, you can keep an eye on them. That makes sense for them to play in the living space. They're living. That's what kids do for their living. They play. So if that's the case, you can have a box, just a small one, or maybe a decorative basket placed in the room that can comfortably fit all the toys that are allowed in this space. I've said it before, I'll say it again, just because you have kids doesn't mean that your house has to look like your kids own the place. So you can get a cube shelving system with wicker baskets, you can get a dresser, some kind of functional shelving that's more mature. It doesn't have to be primary colors just because you're storing your kids' toys in there, but give them a space where their toys can live if they must really play in the living area so that they can put their toys back. Make sense? And you want to make sure that whatever container or drawer that you're giving them is big enough to fit the toys that you're allowing. Okay. If toys are spilling out of this container or this dresser, that means there are too many available. Whoa. Mind-blowing, right? They don't need to have all their toys out all the time in your living spaces. Um, I worked in a basement the other day and there was a large area that was not being used. It was carpeted, beautiful, lovely basement. And I said, why don't we move the toys down here? Seems like a great place for them to play. So instead of them all being in the living area all the time, have a designated space somewhere else and then just have a few in your living space upstairs. It's a little more manageable. So you can use furniture, like I said, such as a dresser or maybe a side table that has drawers. There are coffee tables that have baskets underneath or ottomans that have storage inside of them where if you're not storing blankets, you could hide your kids' things if you'd rather not leave them lying on the floor or remove them from the room each night. 
So if you're going to allow your kids to have toys in the living room, you have to give those toys a home to live in. And if you don't have kids, that's okay. Replace the word toys with whatever you have laying about all the time. Maybe it's paperwork, maybe it's books, maybe it's electronics, whatever. You get the idea. I'm using toys because I know a lot of my followers, a lot of my clients are moms, either current moms with young kids or current moms with old kids. But you can replace my examples with whatever makes sense to you. Okay, but back to the toys. (laughs) So only allow a certain number of toys out in the living room each week. In order for them to not get bored with what's out, you can practice toy rotation so that toys don't start piling up around the house. I'm pretty sure I've talked about toy rotation before, but it's basically just not having all the toys out all the time, having a small amount out now, putting some away and hiding, and then switching them weekly, monthly, so that your kids seem like, oh, we have new toys all the time. And just because, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because it needs to be repeated, just because you have kids does not mean... Serious confused. But because you don't have, just because you have kids doesn't mean it needs to look like they are the only people that live in your space. You can hide their toys as long as they know where to put them back. Sorry for the Siri interruption, but if you know me, and you probably do because you're probably here from Instagram, you know I do not have a lot of time. None of us do. So just pardon the interruptions. I'm going to just keep on going and not edit. Anyway, okay, so moving on from the toys. Perhaps your living room also doubles as an office space. I see this a lot too. There might be an actual desk that houses your office supplies in this room, or maybe most of your work's done on the couch, and the coffee table is your workspace. If that's the case, you can purchase a decorative basket or a container that will act as a garbage can for this space because... I see trash all the time in all the rooms, in all the places. And chances are, if you're using the room, the living room as your office, you will acquire old paperwork, maybe old mail that you don't need, dirty napkins, tissues, empty bags of snacks that need to go somewhere instead of on the floor. So hopefully, embrace that fact that you'll be creating garbage In that space, even if you're not using it as a home office, I still think it's a good idea to give your garbage in that room a home. So a decorative basket doesn't have to be a waste basket. It can just be any old basket. Maybe you put a bag in it. Maybe you don't. Um, You know, you're not putting icky things in there. It's just somewhere to put the papers and just the garbagey things that you have scattered around. Have a dedicated space for your important paperwork and your writing utensils so they're not just scattered on the coffee table and the side tables and on the couch leaking ink everywhere. Maybe have a cart, maybe have a a drawer in the dresser on the TV stand, but be creative if you don't have a lot of space and find a home for these things that you use all the time in the living room. And let's be honest, we're not going to go walk them all the way to the office, or maybe you don't have an office. Make your space work for you. Now, the more shelving you can add 
in the living room, usually the better, especially if you have a lot of stuff. A phenomenon I see a lot when I go into people's homes is that they have a lot of stuff and nowhere to put it. So make sure that you add some shelving or some furniture to house your things. If you're not able to create maybe some built-in shelving or IKEA has good solutions for storage, you can buy standalone units that will hold your books, such as a bookcase, and your office supplies, such as a little filing cabinet cart. Lots of ideas out there on the internet. Scour away. (laughs) You can also try adding baskets or colorful containers to the shelves so you can hide the supplies in plain sight. So if you use your living room as an office, it's fine to have a basket of paperwork and pencils on a shelf, on a bookshelf, you know, hidden away, but at least they have somewhere to go. Extra shelving, I've found, is always very versatile and always beneficial, especially to people who just cannot let go of more stuff. Speaking of too much stuff, if your living room is often feeling cluttered, you might have too much stuff. There, I said it. One of the main complaints I hear from clients is that their living room is just not big enough and there's not sufficient storage. I get that. Sometimes that's completely true. But even if your room is relatively small, try adding maybe larger furniture pieces. That seems counterproductive to add a larger piece of furniture in a smaller space. But a larger dresser, say, will offer storage solutions and a place to put your TV on instead of an actual stand that has, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, like those old school stands that have the shelves and you can see everything that's on the shelf. They get very dirty and dusty and they're kind of small, which is great because they're, you know, out of the way, but most people need storage. So think about buying a dresser instead of a TV stand. So your things have somewhere to go. And like I said, it seems counterintuitive to buy these larger pieces that will make the room um, maybe seem smaller, but they really don't. Uh, From my own experience, I've purchased larger pieces for my small living room. And because there are only a few of these larger pieces, it actually feels bigger. It's weird, but true. (laughs) So the room actually feels a little more spacious and less cluttered because there are fewer places for piles of stuff to accumulate, you know? So we have the one dresser with our TV and our couch, and I have some built-in shelving, but that's it. There's no little side table or this or that. There's nowhere for piles to go. So when something gets set down, it looks out of place and it needs to go somewhere else. Now, if you go the dresser route, Like we did, we bought a dresser from Ikea. It's very sharp. The TV sits on top of it. When you do something like that, you can use those drawers to hide things like electronics, maybe the toys like we talked about, board games. That's how we use ours. And we also use it as blanket storage. Um, Aim for lots of clear, flat surfaces like the coffee table or TV stand. Now, they won't stay clear all day long because as we know, Flat surfaces are magnets for clutter. They just are. Anytime there's a flat surface, someone somewhere will put something on it. Science. (laughs) 
So they're not going to stay clear all day. So once a day, and maybe at night, maybe in the morning, maybe the middle of the day, doesn't matter. You'll want to do a quick reset to find that flat surface again. Okay, that's your goal, flat surfaces. Do a floor check once a week to prevent clutter from piling up under the couch. Just quickly get on the floor, look under the couch, look under the dresser, whatnot. Clear your floor. No one wants to find a baked sweet potato between the cushions that your toddler saved for safekeeping three months ago. That's a true story, not in my house, but in my friend's house. She found a baked sweet potato in her couch. Okay, make it a habit to hop up between maybe commercial breaks. We have Hulu, so we still unfortunately have to watch commercials. And just lift up the seat cushion, peek under the couch. Just make it a habit to check up on that space. Get your kids involved. Tell them they can have whatever treasures that might be hidden in the gaps. Sometimes my husband has changed the drops out of his pants pockets. That's all my daughter's. She's all about that. Gather up cords from appliances, bundle them together, maybe using command hooks to conceal the chaos behind the furniture. So just kind of pay attention to those details. It is important. Use baskets to corral, sorry, to corral the items that are leaving the room, as well as the ones that are staying. Baskets are your best friend for making sure that clutter is contained. You spend a lot of time in this room, so envision how you'd like to see this space and decorate it accordingly. Maybe add some artwork that you love. It's really not hard to hang, hang art, I promise. I do it for people all the time. If it's not very heavy, just get out a hammer and a nail, put that baby up. It might be a local creation that you bought at a summer fair or pictures of your dog I printed off pictures of our chickens. We have six of them. I took lovely shots of them all, edited them, put them in frames. Boom, put it up on the wall. We love looking at those chicken pictures when we're hanging out in our living room. Make that space personal and interesting for people that come over. Consider purchasing a large throw rug to anchor the space. Uh, we have carpet in our living room, but in the summer I move the carpet from the kitchen and put that in the living room, and it kind of anchors the space. It's kind of a nice feel to have a carpet um, with a rug on top. Some people don't like that look. I do. Um, but you can add rugs if you have kids. Give yourself a break by finding a pattern that hides dirt and spills so you don't have to clean the carpet every day. There are lots of options for window treatments that can transform the look of your room. I decided to go with no curtains, and I love it. I love how streamlined everything looks. But look at your house, maybe as a guest, when someone's coming in, see what they would see, and maybe this space over here needs something on the wall. Maybe there needs to be a plant in the corner. But kind of look at your space with new eyes. Um, as far as curtains go, I don't know if you know this trick, but if you have long drapes, curtains, and you want to make the room feel bigger, you can hang them well above the window, above the frame of the window, and it makes the room feel larger. Do you know that trick? Um, I used to love hanging curtains so much higher than the windows, and it just made the room feel so much bigger. But uh, as I get older, I am experiencing more allergies 
to things like dust. So I ended up getting rid of the curtains. But if you are a fan of curtains, they really can transform the space. Um, if you have allergies or kit, kids or pets who like to hide behind them and you don't love that, you can try a valance up top or maybe just slatted blinds. You can go with white or dark. You can do anything that you want in your living space. And some people never do. That's the sad part is that they wait for the perfect moment and there is no perfect moment. So work with what you have. Make the space that you have now work for right now. Uh, Something else that I see a lot is people hanging multiple picture frames sprawled out all over the room. Um, Instead of having them all over the room... Something that you could do to eliminate the visual clutter is to group them all together, whether that be on a flat surface, you know, on a coffee table, behind the couch, or hanging them all up on the wall and creating a gallery wall instead. Sometimes by gathering up all the little picture frames and knickknacks and putting them together in one big space, it eliminates the cluttery feel and creates more of an artistic focal point on a blank wall instead. In your living room, you can look for different sizes, textures, colors of frames, plants, anything that will bring some character into the room and express your personal style. Or maybe you don't want to express your personal style, but look at your home from the standpoint of a guest. That's what I like to do. And sometimes things become clear to me that were not before. Figure out what you need your living space to offer And then make it work for your family. Like I always say, there is always a solution to every problem in life. You just have to figure out what your problem is and then solve it. You might not be able to add square footage to your living space by building on or moving. But adding furniture that can also double as storage will help keep clutter at bay in the space that you do have right now. Walk through your living room and eliminate what you don't need. Create storage solutions if you don't have any, and then enjoy your space as you relax on the couch, hopefully not on top of a sweet potato. Okay, it's time for our timer task of the day. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, but I'm repainting the insides of all my kitchen cupboards. If I didn't mention it, forgive me. I'm painting the inside of my kitchen cupboards. Um, I'm not going to go back and re-listen to my last episode. I'm sorry. Anyway, I've been working on painting the inside of each cupboard each day, each week. It's a very long process, but I just do one shelf at a time. I am on the sixth shelf out of two cupboards. So today my goal... I've been putting it off because (laughs) I've had a lot of things going on, but I've been putting it off. So today I really want to finish this project and finish the sixth shelf in the second cupboard and kind of call it a day on that project for a little bit. So my timer task, I've been putting it off, especially because it's out of the way. It's really not a big part of my life, but it's something that I'd like to finish. I don't like to start something and not finish it. So I'm going to put that at the top of my list today, make it a priority, get it done, and close the book on painting the kitchen cupboards until maybe it gets cold outside again. <laughs> What's your timer task for today? 
that's it for this week. So maybe spend a little bit of time in your living room this week, this weekend, revisiting the space, clearing out things that don't actually live in the living room, and bringing them to where they actually belong in the house, and making your space a little bit more serene, a little bit more comfortable, a little less chaotic, so you can actually relax and live in your living space. Good luck getting organized. Thanks for joining me this week on the Let's Unclutter It podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized. Remember, the most important part of getting organized is making the time to do it and actually getting started. Happy organizing.